For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on. Look at that, a high of 80 degrees today as we're kicking off November. I'll show you how many days in a row we're going to see these high temperatures. And today is Election Day here in North Carolina. We are live at the polls, breaking down everything you need to know, that checklist that you need to have before you head to the polls and the big races ahead. Today marks one month since the deadly attack by Hamas on people attending a music festival in Israel. This is a live look in Gaza this morning where the fighting continues. A new step for public transportation in Raleigh starts today. Coming up, how a new bus rapid transit system could change the game for commuters. It is 4.30 and you're in the right place to get your Tuesday started. It is Election Day and we'll walk you through everything you need to know. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. Yeah, a lot of other news going on as well today. We're excited to get started with you. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center right now. This is an interesting look here, this hue of these lights. Uh, yeah, isn't this pretty? Uh, this is a look at Franklinton Middle School. They have it all lit up in green. I'm not sure exactly what the significance of it is, but it, uh, it looks pretty cool. Almost looks like Halloween-y, doesn't it? 52 is our current temperature, so it's a little bit warmer this morning than it was this time yesterday. We have clear skies, though, like we did yesterday. So the top of the tower is lit in blue to signify that. It's 51 in Southern Pines, 47 in Fayetteville, 52 in South Hill, 44 in Goldsboro, 48 in Rocky Mount. So temperatures in some places are about 5 to 10 degrees warmer than they were this time yesterday. But there's not as much of a difference, say, around Fayetteville and Clinton. We take a look at our temperatures hour by hour. Looking at upper 40s to around 50 as you're heading out the door at lunchtime, 74 with a high of 80 degrees. We we could have several days in a row with record highs. I'll show you what that will look like coming up. Elizabeth, thanks. A carry man accused of threatening to kill children in a mass shooting is due in federal court today. Brett Nace joins us now live from outside the federal courthouse in Raleigh. Brett, what can we expect to happen during his court appearance today? Yeah, Renee, 46-year-old Kevin Douglas due in court at 10 a.m. here at this courthouse behind me, and that's when he'll face the judge for the first time on these latest charges. Take a look. This is the 46-year-old that we're talking about. He faces several charges, including cyber-stalking and communicating threats against children. He was arrested last week, Wednesday night, by Cary Police. He bonded out, but then was rearrested on Thursday. Authorities say Douglas made nine threatening cyber tips to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. He said he wanted to shoot and kill Mexican children. It's not the first time that Douglas has been in trouble with federal law. He was released from federal prison in 2016 after he threatened to kill somebody at the British Embassy in Washington. He will face that detention hearing uh, later today, and according to sources, he will not be receiving any sort of bond. We're going to be there, and we'll continue to keep you updated on this story all day long, both at noon and on our later evening newscast. Live in Raleigh, Brittany, WRL News. Today's election day, and in just two hours, people will be headed to the polls, cast their votes. And Laura Levine joins us live from Cary this morning. The changes people need to know about before they head to their polling place. Laura, give us the update. Good morning.
Hey, Jeff, good morning. Yes, the polls open in about two hours. Right now we're here in Cary at the Senior Community Center where there's going to be a runoff election for the District D Council seat. Let's break down some of the big races that are happening across the triangle, starting with Durham. We have the mayor race, Fayetteville, Chapel Hill, and Carborough. Also the race for mayor there as well as city council seats. More than 154,000 North Carolinians have already voted in this election, but that's only 2% of of the electorate. Of the 258 provisional ballots cast so far, 64 of them have been because people did not have an ID. We spoke with Karen Britson Bell, who is the executive director of the State Board of Elections, and she says if a voter doesn't have an acceptable form of ID, they can complete what's called an exception form. And with that, it indicates why a voter was not able to get an ID transportation, for example, or they may have a religious objection. Uh, a voter can also vote a provisional ballot because they forgot to bring their ID with them. Uh, whatever the case, whether they have an acceptable form of ID or do not, uh, we will not turn anyone away. And just a reminder, there are no races on the ballots for Raleigh. Raleigh uh, City Council and Mayor election will take place next year because of redistricting. The polls will close at 730. You can count on WREL for full coverage of the results. Laura Levine, WREL News. We're live in Cary. And WRL is the place for the fastest election results on the air, online, and on your phone. Voters in Durham, Fayetteville, and Chapel Hill will be choosing a mayor. Fuquay, Verena, Holly Springs, and Wendell voters will have to decide if park improvement projects are worth a tax hike for them. Check out WRL.com for more information about elections in your community and tune in to WRL tonight as the results come in. Today marks one month since Hamas attacked people at a music festival in Israel. Overnight, the Israel Defense Forces shared video of ground operations and airstrikes in Gaza. Since the attack on October 7th, Hamas still holds over 200 international hostages as Gaza's death toll under Israeli bombardment exceeds 10,000. The U.S. is planning to transfer $320 million of precision-guided bomb equipment to Israel. The equipment was approved before the war there started. The transfer comes as several countries have called for a ceasefire in Gaza. Senior U.S. officials have urged Israel to agree to humanitarian pauses to allow aid into and civilians out of Gaza. The U.S. has stopped short of calling for a ceasefire, arguing that it would benefit Hamas. It's a big day for public transportation in Raleigh. A groundbreaking will happen today for the city's first bus rapid transit program. Kelsey Coffey joins us now from New Bern Avenue. And Kelsey, this is expected to be a game changer for commuters, right? Jeff, it sure is in construction for that new bus rapid transit system uh, here on Newburn Avenue should start really soon. This makes the first wake bus rapid transit corridor in the state. But what is a bus rapid transit system anyway? Well, a BRT has higher capacity. It has bus only lanes and gives buses priority at traffic signals. Newburn Avenue is the first of four BRT corridors that's coming to the area. This location will host a park and ride facility with more than 100 parking spots. After 10 years of working on this, it, it's like I am just thrilled. Um, this will be a game changer. Newburn Avenue is our like largest service line. This is going to make life easier for so many people. 
And that was Raleigh Mayor Marianne Baldwin uh, looking ahead to next steps. She says that the city is looking to buy the DMV site from the state. That will become a part of this uh, BRT program. She says that they're expecting to close a deal by March. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Raleigh. College basketball season is here. Duke and the entire ACC got it started right. The Blue Devils hosted Dartmouth last night at Cameron Indoor Stadium, and they sent the Cameron Crazies home happy with a big win over the Big Green. Duke takes the season opener 92-54. UNC also started the new basketball season with a win. The Tar Heels came out hot. They were unable to pull away from Radford early, so UNC dialed in the defense and fed Armando Bacon in the second half to extend the lead. The Tar Heels came away with an 86-70 win. NC State goes to 1-0 on the young season as well. The Wolfpack hosted the Citadel in their season opener last night at PNC Arena. NC State never trailed in the game. The Wolfpack ended up with a 72-59 win to get their season started. Hollywood studios say they've made their final offer to striking actors, but the Actors Guild has some concerns. We'll explain which items in the offer they disagree on as the strike is about to hit its four-month mark. And if you need some coaching on how to host the perfect Thanksgiving, Martha Stewart's your go-to girl. Coming up, how you can apply for a chance to stay at her house for less than $15 ahead of the holidays. And this is a live look at North Hills in Raleigh. It is going to be a beautiful day with temperatures reaching the 80s. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner will tell us if we will break a record with those highs next. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. It is 442, taking a look outside. It's 48 in Wilson right now, 52 in Durham, 47 in Fayetteville. So a fairly mild start this morning. Our temperatures will be mainly mid-40s to uh, low 50s as you're stepping out the door. Skies are clear this morning again, uh, very much like yesterday. And uh, we have very warm temperatures in our forecast going forward. Temperatures again, upper 40s to low 50s. Um, maybe you want to grab a jacket heading out the door. I, I was comfortable in a jacket to heading out this morning. A great temperature for exercise, definitely, especially if you're doing something that's uh, pretty... Uh, you know, if you're running or that sort of thing. Uh, temperatures in the mid-70s at lunchtime, looking at 80 degrees in the middle of the afternoon. We could see three days in a row with temperatures in the 80s before we see a big cool down over the weekend. I'll show you what that will look like coming up. The cellmate of a man found dead in a Harnett County cell last December is now facing a murder charge. Sheriff Wayne Coates tells WRL a grand jury will charge Devontae Hedden with the murder of 64-year-old William Searles. Searles was serving a 30-day sentence for violating probation. He died days he was due to be released. Only on WRL, Searles' grandson shared his reaction following the break in the case with WRL's Aaron Thomas. Is this justice for your family? Um, yes, it's justice because we have been trying to figure out, you know, what is what, who did what, who was the cause of it. So it's, it brings a little bit justice, you know, to us. You know, it's still sad that we lost him the way that we did. We're still waiting on a response from Sheriff Coates about practices to make the jail safer. WRL has previously covered lawsuits the jail and sheriff's office have faced over long-standing issues at the detention center. 
The four former Memphis police officers accused in the death of Tyree Nichols will go on trial next year. A judge set an August 12th starting date for the trial of Adarius Bean, Emmett Martin III, Justin Smith, and Demetrius Haley. They're facing several charges, including second-degree murder in Nichols' beating death in January. A fellow former officer, Desmond Mills, may testify against the four men. He reached a plea deal last week in a separate federal civil rights case stemming from Nichols' death. Striking actors aren't quite sold on the best and final offer from Hollywood Studios. The Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers says it gave its final proposal to the Screen Actors Guild Saturday and will not negotiate further. The Actors Union says it disagrees on several essential items included in the offer. In a social media post, SAG-AFRA notes one of the items both sides differ on is artificial intelligence. The Actors Union says it's determined to end its strike but also wants to get the right deal. More companies are recalling their cinnamon applesauce products because of possible lead contamination. Schnucks and Wise brand applesauces are now being recalled. They are not sold at grocery stores in North Carolina, but their recalls come after a similar recall of Wanabana pouches. Those are linked to several cases of possible lead exposure in North Carolina. Children who have eaten from those recalled pouches should get a blood test to check for elevated lead levels. Today, city leaders in Raleigh will talk more about plans to improve Six Forks Road. The proposed widening project extends from North Hills to Lynn Road. It's going to be a lot more expensive than what the city had originally planned. The original plans for the project were estimated to cost a little over $31 million, and that number is now estimated to be almost $120 million. The city might be able to make smaller improvements, but the full widening project may not happen due to those costs. City Council will talk about the plan during its meeting that starts at 1 o'clock this afternoon. If you're interested in learning about Thanksgiving hosting from the best, here's your chance. Booking.com has listed Martha Stewart's farm guest house of a one-night pre-Thanksgiving stay. The 1,800-square-foot space in Westchester County, New York, is available November 18th. The cost is $11.23 for the night in honor of the date of Thanksgiving this year. The experience includes a full itinerary created by Stewart herself, along with a catered brunch with Stewart. The booking window opens November 16th at noon. It'd be worth the trip up to uh, that part of New York right there. I wonder if she adds on the cleaning charge on the back end. Like <laughs> some, some of them do. I don't know. Right, the housekeeping charge, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you get to do wreath making and table setting and um, all kinds of different workshops as well. I mean, it's uh, you'll, you'll get the hostess with the mostess there. It is the full deal. That's awesome. North Carolina's first varsity eSports league kicked off its first major tournament. A hundred teams from more than 80 high schools across the state participated yesterday. The tournament is all about the game Rocket League. Teams started with the group stage. Regionals will be held in Charlotte, Greensboro, and Wilmington. The championship is in February, and the tournament will be streamed live on YouTube. There's a $10,000 prize pool. The Varsity Esports League isn't just about video games, though. They plan to expand the, to offer STEM programs that will give students some school credit. 
It is 447. Let's get a check of our weather. We're going to turn it up a few degrees today, getting around 80 degrees or maybe a little above, Elizabeth. I thought we might want to just, you know, kind of get in the holiday spirit. <laughs> <laughs> These 80 degree temperatures, right? Oh, uh, kudos to Fenton. Uh, they have this ice rink out here. Um, it is already opened. It opened on Sunday. Um, I haven't been out there to see how they actually keep the ice there. Uh, they've got their tree all, uh, all there. I think they're still uh, putting up some decorations on the tree. Um, they're officially lighting the tree on the 18th, uh, the same day as the Raleigh Christmas Parade. I think that's going to be the day. That's the weekend right before Thanksgiving. I think a lot of the, the holiday events really start to get cranked up right around then. Uh, but kind of funny to see that. And then, you know, you walk out the door, it's 52 degrees, and we're looking at a high of 80 degrees today. 70 uh, by the time we get to lunchtime. And uh, we take a look at, speaking of more holiday fun, um, Wooly Bulls Winter Wonderland at the DBAP. Tickets are, are on sale. That also starts really just a, a couple of weeks. Weeks. And so it lasts all the way through uh, until uh, until just past Christmas. So that's, that looks like it's the first year of that. That one looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. 45 in Roxborough, 48 Rocky Mount, 47 in Fayetteville, 51 in Southern Pines for today. Around town, our afternoon highs, 80 in Raleigh, 79 Durham, and 81 in Fayetteville. And that is going to be close to a record. It's not just us, though. Lots and lots of warmth across the country, and our temperatures are likely to climb over the next few days. But not for too long. A cold front's going to come sweeping through and drop our temperatures just in time for the weekend. But check out some of these records. Um, today, 80 degrees, but the record's 84, so we'll probably not hit that one. Tomorrow is the one most in jeopardy, 81 degrees for our forecast tomorrow with a record of 80, and then 80 Thursday with the record's 83. There is one catch to Wednesday. We'll take a look at future cast. We're going to see a flow coming out of the southwest today. This is at 10 a.m. Watch this front, though. This is 10 p.m. Today, we see this solid southerly flow keeping us warm. But tomorrow, we have the potential to see a front dr a drop a little bit if it does, that could cool our temperatures just enough that we miss that record tomorrow. We'll see how it goes. Not all the models have that front this far south, but notice how we get a little bit of a northerly wind there. That could, um, that could mess up our potential for a record on Wednesday. After that, we're back into that southwesterly flow, keeping us warm on Thursday. And then the front comes through. That's going to usher the cool air in, and it looks like some light patchy rain on Friday. Right now, it looks like Saturday is likely to be drier. Yesterday, it was trending wetter. There's still some rain down to the south, but we'll watch out for it. Definitely cooler air returning for the weekend with that front. 69 Friday, 60 Saturday, 57 on Sunday. We check out our temperatures, of course, that chance for rain on Friday. Coming up, we're going to walk through that timeline for Friday's rain. Again, looking a little drier for Saturday and Sunday. Monday, a small chance for rain. We'll just keep riding that temperature roller coaster, mm -hmm. Elizabeth. The North Carolina theater is trying to stay open despite facing financial hardship. Up next, we'll hear from the executive artistic director about the help they now need from the community. And today you can start getting your tickets to next year's Dreamville Festival. Who's eligible for the early bird tickets? That's up next. 453 is the time. Welcome back. In an effort to keep performances going, a local theater is turning to the community for help. WRL's Destiny Patterson reports the North Carolina Theater says it is working to hit its goal of $500,000 ahead of its upcoming season. From a young age, Eric Woodall memorized scripts and brought plot lines to life. I was in a production of George M. It's about George M. Cohan, and I had to tap dance, and I wasn't very good. <laughs> Between New York and North Carolina, acting and directing, what all never got too far away from the stage. I 
was in shows with Broadway stars. And um, it's really where I got bitten by the bug to be a performer. Reminiscing on his time at the North Carolina Theater, it's hard to digest its precarious financial situation. The nonprofit puts on professional productions and runs a training program for performers called the Conservatory. For almost 40 years, performers have taken this stage. But the executive artistic director tells me that they're dealing with the effects of the pandemic, like many theaters across the country. And now, years later, they're still dealing with them. I think when you take two and a half years of staying at home, it starts to feel okay to do that. We didn't have the audiences come back as quickly, and we didn't have corporate sponsors come back as quickly. Woodall says the theater has been unsuccessful so far in its efforts to get funding from the state. The downside is it, it leaves us in a situation where we need some immediate attention and, and assistance. But the upside is that the theater has a lot of supporters who don't want to see it go. We feel triumphant that we've made it this far and that we would love to be the example of a theater that makes it after the pandemic. Destiny Patterson, WRL News, Raleigh. The upcoming Elf the Musical is expected to go on as planned, and Woodall says he does not expect any interruptions in the upcoming season. Today you have your first chance to get tickets for Dreamville 2024. Organizers are releasing the first batch of two-day passes for the music festival at Dick's Park next spring. There's a special pre-sale today for people who subscribe to the Dreamville newsletter. You can sign up at dreamvillefest.com. If you're not subscribed, the general public can buy two-day passes on Friday. Fateville native J. Cole created the festival, which is happening April 6th and 7th. The lineup has not yet been announced. Last year, Usher, Drake, and Lil Wayne performed. Today's election day. We're just about 90 minutes away from polling places opening up all across our viewing area. Coming up on WRL News at 5, we'll tell you what races are happening in these important changes you need to know before you head out to the polls. And the Kerry man accused of threatening to kill children is due in federal court today. What charges he's facing and what we've learned about his criminal history. Plus a treasure missing for 300 years. We'll tell you where this treasure is and why experts say it's not just any treasure. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.